before. Love the birdcage. He was Cuban in that movie, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Barefoot was... Cuban. How do you feel about a white man playing a Cuban? I think they do it better than we do. We, we're, we're really dumb. We're just staring at the camera, like, <laughs> waving at our family. We wouldn't get any lines done. We're like, hello. Hello, Elisa. Hello, hello. That's fucking... Oh, Original Cuban programming is awful. Is it? Oh, it's, it, they can't do anything without dancing. Nothing. Yeah, everything's dancing. It's like the news, they're fucking dancing. It's <laughs> a funeral, they're fucking dancing. They can't stop dancing. It's yeah. fucking impossible. I love Lucy 24 hours a day. <laughs> but I love Lucy only worked because Lucy wasn't Cuban. When black look, at, look at Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking dancing the whole fucking yeah. time. What kind, of, what kind of shows do they do? Dancing shows, variety shows. If there's a car, if it's a car show. The guy's dancing in the car. If yeah. it's, it's just dancing. dancing well, you got the hottest weather women. All oh, the Spanish shit. Oh my yeah. god. You watch American TV, and as bad as you think it is, you watch TV from another country, right. and yeah. you think it's like it's done by nine year olds. Because yeah. <laughs> yes. I, try, I don't speak Italian, but I try to watch the Italian network. Every time I watch, I'm like, is this the news or is it a game show? <laughs> <laughs> because you see her, and she's the hottest. <laughs> and then you say, well, it looks like a bus crash, but now she's spinning a wheel. <laughs> but it's about, like, you watch Spanish news, and the report, the, the, the anchor is as surprised as you. Like, he's like, <laughs> the monitor, the yeah. monitor will come on behind, he's like, it's it. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Boom, and exploded. Okay. Boom. She's fucking dancing. She's dancing her nipple out. It's the best. I was watching the Spanish Channel weather, and I'm, I realized I was watching the weather lady, and all I was thinking in my head was, please turn to the side. Yeah. Please okay. turn. Because her, she looked like the letter S. Yeah. They look like if you let men design a woman's Yes! Uh, yeah. They'd be like, more ass. <laughs> Don't you think that's not? I don't care if you get a tip over. Just I'm, right, I'm right here. <laughs> It's Jessica Rabbit type of fucking exactly. animation. Exactly. Checking out the last sunset of 2019, the last sunset of the decade, the decade that was. It's beautiful out, man. Uh, what's going on, Vincent? How are you, buddy? Hey, Cindy, how are you? One of the uh, one of the regulars, someone who has supported me and the podcast for many, many years. Hey, what's up, Jesse? How are you? What's going on? You got snow where you are? Longtime fan, good. Got stuck at work, no beach for me. Very relaxing, yes. Buffalo's freezing on you. You guys got a lot of snow up there in Buffalo. I miss damn Buffalo for the simple reason. I, I love, love, love getting uh, getting a lot of snow. Oh, uh, yeah, right on, Cindy. Happy New Year to you. Hope it's a good one. Brother man, brother man. Say brother man, brother man to prove it's live. I, I, I'm live, man. It's very windy. It's kind of cold out here, but I uh, figured I'd turn this on because I, I, I'm looking at a really, really nice sunset. Figured I'd uh, hang out for a little bit. Well, the, the surf is actually calming down now. It was crazy this morning. The uh, The ocean was coming right up to the dune, man, which is, uh, is no bueno. God, it's so nice out today. I, I never understood why people don't go to the beach in the wintertime. People are just so strange with their habits. Labor Day hits, and they're like, we are out of here. Summer's over. Beach is over. The ocean is over. And uh, for anyone that, like, spends time at the ocean or, or, you know, their local beaches and stuff, the best time is a lot of times off-season. A lot less people. You could get your chill on, do some of that meditating and being in the moment. Oh, you go to the beach in the in the winter? Yeah, but you're from Tampa, Jay. Jesus. <laughs> I'm talking about like I'm talking about a beach in uh the northeast. He goes, Yeah, we go to the beach in the winter. <laughs> what what what's winter down in Tampa? Maybe you get into the upper fifties every once in a while. <laughs> Jesus. Although uh we were just down in, you know, the Orlando area for the, the good old Mickey Mouse thing. And uh we rented a house, 
and uh, one day it was in the low 50s. We were in the pool and the jacuzzi. We're walking around in shorts and T-shirts, and the locals, uh, they're all bundled up in uh, winter coats and hats. It's just how it is, man, right? Barbiturates at the beach, I don't know what that means, but there's a lot of shotgun shells. People love shooting guns into the ocean for some reason. I guess they get the brand new guns and the ammo for Christmas, and then they come out to the uh, the beach. And man, the other day, there were, uh, I don't know, there was like a couple families that uh, got together, and they were just shooting for probably two straight hours, gun after gun, just trying out all sorts of different guns. And then you walk the beach and you see all the shotgun shells. Uh, what song is that from? Shotgun Shells. It's a U2 song, right? Is it Bullet to Blue Sky? I'm not sure. Happy New Year to you. Come do some ice fishing here in Wisconsin. I would love to do that. I keep saying I'm, I, I want to do uh, some ice fishing, and I still haven't done it. I know I could do it uh, north of the city. I could find like a nice little lake or something in, in Connecticut. Uh, I just got to do it. For some reason, I haven't pulled the trigger on my ice fishing love, love, love to try that for the first time. I want to get one of those huts, though. I want to do it right. One of those huts. That What do you do? You just kind of slide it over a hole? No, I know. They're already in place. And then you put the hole in the middle. I think that'd be so cool. Get some beers, a little fire going, maybe some football. Drop your line in the, uh, the ice hole and, and see what you got. Yeah, it's a very cool sunset, man. Do you still talk to the guys on Wicked Tuner? Uh, Tuner. Oh, my God. There's the Long Island accent. Yeah, the Long Island accent is fucked up. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, you'll just spaz out at the end of a, ro- uh, a word and say Tuner. No, I haven't talked to the Wicked Tuner guys in a bit. It's been a couple of years, actually. They were fans of the old Opie and Anthony show, and uh, one of the guys wanted to get me on his boat. I think you know the story by now if you, if you follow my shenanigans, but basically... The guy that wanted me on his um, tuna boat to do some wicked tuna fishing. Um, his boat uh, went up in flames, I believe. Yeah, he was the guy that was the fan of the show. So, Canada, best for ice fishing. No shit. I don't have time. I got two little kids, though. The old days, yeah, I would, I would jump on a plane and go up to Canada and try out some ice fishing. Now, you know, if I could keep it local and get some ice fishing in, that will be just as good for me, so... Shenanigans, you didn't like that word? Hey, Hacks Against Hacks, how are you, buddy? I for, I finally dipped in, I did the Netflix, and um, holy shit, you know I like a good documentary. And uh, Vic Henley turned me on to it officially, and then a bunch of you guys followed suit. But that documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats, is amazing. And last night going to bed, I, I'm not going to lie to you, I was a bit creeped out. <laughs> I was a bit creeped out after watching Don't Fuck With Cats. It's on Netflix. It's a great documentary. Uh, basically, without giving anything away, uh, you got a kid that's very disturbed in his 20s, narcissist, uh, very narcissistic, I should say, and also a, a sociopath. And, uh, well, he loves his attention online. A lot of us love our attention online. Uh, Joey would hate the wind noises. Is the wind really bad? If it is, I'll just shut my mouth and we'll just watch the sunset together like a bunch of... (laughs) But anyway, uh, in the documentary, they talk about how online you could see the most horrific things and you won't do much about it. You'll be disgusted and you'll be turned off and you'll turn off your, your computer and whatnot, you know. But... If you see somebody messing with a, a cat or a kitten, it'll drive you nuts. And that's basically the premise of uh, this movie. Uh, a video pops up online. Uh, this kid in his, uh, you know, like I said, mid-20s, deeply disturbed, does, uh, let's just say, some horrific things with uh, a few kittens. And then the documentary takes off from there. It is amazing, man. Absolutely amazing. It's three parts, and uh, you just want to click on to the next episode uh, right away. So, uh, can't be any worse than this dribble. Uh, another person that is just obsessing about me. As soon as people stop obsessing about me, then I know that my career is officially over. Although it's not doing that great these days. <laughs> uh, happy New Year to you, brother. Chef Carl was just on... Um, 
on uh, the death roll on MSNBC. Did I just get $4.99? Oh, yeah. I like seeing that. What can I do for you for the four ninety nine? Wow, that's kind of cool, man. I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something nice with that four dollars and ninety nine cents. Uh, yeah, Carl was on the death roll on MSNBC and NBC, and uh, oh god, I'm sure my wife at this point she's so supportive, but all of a sudden she's like, "What's wrong?" And I go, "They just showed Carl on the death roll on MSNBC." I started tearing up again, again. It's been three months. I think this one's going to take a lot longer, but eh, what are you going to do? You were snow blowing this morning and now you're seeing the beach? Very, very cool. Very cool. So, yeah, check out Don't Fuck With uh, Cats. I have to put the $4.99 on my taxes this year? <laughs> let, me, let me put it this way, people. My tax bill is... <laughs> It's kind of comfortable this year. For the first time in many years, it's a very comfortable tax bill. (laughs) Oh, that's one thing about making a lot of money when you have to write those checks. And then you got to hear people say that you're not doing your fair share. That's where I kind of believe in the Republicans. Oh, my God. I, I wrote some big checks over the years. I know. No, I'm not going for woe is me and all that. I'm just giving you a little, a little reality, little reality check on that. So, uh, what's going on with the Patrice O'Neill doc? Have you heard anything? I was supposed to record my part right before I was going to Disney with the family, and then I said I I got to you know reschedule obviously, and then I got back and I uh, got the damn flu. My whole family got sick. We're all healthy now, and uh, I guess supposedly first couple of weeks in January I'm gonna. I'm going to film my part for the documentary. I'm very excited about that. It's going to be really cool. I think that's going to be a massive documentary that's going to put uh, Patrice right back in the public eye where he should be because his stuff is timeless. Absolutely timeless. Rest in peace to Patrice. Yes. You know that he would have been 50 years old? I cannot believe that. He's been gone a while and he, he would have only been 50 years old. What day was that? Uh, December. Oh man, it, uh, 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 December seventh, I believe, is Patrice's birthday. <sighs> was there any diarrhea involved with your family getting ill? I, 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 I had a bit of a squirt. I had a bit of the Hershey squirt. A bit. A bit. I'm not proud of it, but I. I, I thought I could squeak something through. <laughs> Had a bit of a squirt. <laughs> Look at the bits in his puke. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the puke emoji. So <laughs> I uh, I think that's worth $4.99. Not that I'm begging. But here I am telling you when I had the flu that I had a bit of uh, the Hershey squirts. I mean, I think that's worth a few bucks so I could pay my cable bill. Just kidding. Um, but anyway... Uh, and I have a white couch. Now I'm really going to get into this. So had a bit of a squirt. Then I felt some loosey-goosey back there. I was only wearing some very light sweats. And then I'm like, man, I think I got to check this shit. <laughs> Here's Jay from Tampa's giving me the, the puke emojis. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, so I finally got up because I'm like, you know what? You idiot, you got to check this. You got to check this out. Something's going on back there. And man, oh, my wife's going to kill me. But I I like, I just like telling the truth from time to time. Uh, there was a, there was a, uh, a decent size mark that went through my light sweats onto my white couch. <laughs> and then with the flu, I'm scrubbing out my couch. Uh, I didn't want the white couch. Who gets a white couch when you have two small kids? That's so stupid. Anyone ever claim the $10,000 prize for finding the lucky dollar bill? That is on my YouTube channel. Many years ago, uh, Jimmy Fallon loved that video, by the way. When we did Jimmy Fallon, he wanted to talk about it. But basically, I let a, a, a dollar bill go. I showed the serial number, then I let it go. And in the video, some lady just picks it up and has no idea that that dollar bill is worth $10,000. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. I did it because of the odds 
the odds of someone actually finding the dollar bill, dollar bill uh, that is actually a fan of uh, me and my YouTube channel were so astronomically slim. That's why I did it. Let's be honest with each other. Although at the time, I could have I I written that check. God damn, for as far as sunsets go, this is, this is, uh, this is awesome to end 2019. As long as I don't get bit by that dog. Some of these dogs scare the shit out of me. There was a uh, Doberman on the beach yesterday, and this guy had him on his uh, leash. And in general, I, I'm scared shitless of Dobermans, but this thing was very aggressive, wanted to get off its leash, and really wanted to bite me. There's no doubt about it. And I was I was pretty scared. And then the owner, he's uh, he understands that, and he's just... He's just kind of like being a little aggressive and he's walking the same way as me even though I'm trying to walk the other way. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? We're the only two on the beach. Go have fun with your Doberman and let me be. It's Dobermans. It's German Shepherds. Uh, German Shepherds are number one for me. Um, Way above pit bulls. Uh, Anyway. I'm just at peace right now. This is just awesome. Uh, are you and Joe Rogan good these days? Yeah, we're good. I was just incredibly disappointed uh, with the big blow-off in the last year or two. I didn't do anything to Joe. I did absolutely nothing to Joe. Uh, I guess he decided to pick sides. Uh, that was kind of a bummer he did that. But I'm good with him. I said what I had to say, and then I, I love the people that that try to trash me for being honest. I, I was disappointed, so I made some silly video about it. And, uh, you know, spoke my mind because I, 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 I didn't think it was right. I really didn't think it was right. I, I don't expect me and Joe Rogan to be, like, you know, best buddies or anything. But to get the big blow off like I did was really, I'm not going to lie to you, it was very, very disappointing. I was trying to get him on my podcast and, uh, you know, I, I didn't even get an answer from the guy. What are you going to do? So I popped on my stupid camera and said some shit. What are you going to do? We all say shit, right? Uh, I don't. Th- I don't think uh, Rogan's a coward. I don't think that at all. No, I just had a. I had just a disagreement with him, and uh, and that was it. And I moved on. I didn't make it into a huge thing. Although although the video made it into a huge thing, so fair enough. I don't regret making the video. I was really just mad. Really mad. Are you still in touch with Louis C.K.? Last time I saw him. Without giving shit away, we, uh, well, we live in the same neighborhood, I could say that. And I, I saw him, I, I think I told the story, but obviously, uh, obviously you're not a fan of my podcast, you son of a bitch! Subscribe to the OP Radio Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. We're doing pretty good, we're uh, just short of 5 million downloads for 2019, so thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting the podcast and listening to all the episodes. Uh, but me and him live in the same neighborhood, we ran into each other, we caught up. Uh, I was, it was very good to see him. He seemed to be happy to see me. And then, uh, I said, Hey Lou, why don't you do my podcast? And he goes, I would love to. I'm like, all right, man, I'll send you a a text or an email, whatever. I'll I'll get, I'll be in touch or something like that. And then I realized that, uh, the number I have for Louis CK is not his number anymore. I have, and I have no way of getting a hold of him. So, (laughs) so and honestly, it could have been just like one of those shallow, yeah, I would love to do your podcast things. Because to be fair, I don't think Louie has done any anybody's podcast, right, since he's come back. I don't think he has. It was good to see him. That was a few months ago at this point, so he won't do anyone's show. Okay. He did say to me, yeah, I would love to, you know. But in showbiz, people say that stuff all the time. Oh, I love to. Next time you're in L.A., come see me. You know, all that garbage. Everyone just uh, bullshitting. Not even Kevin Brennan. He won't do Kevin Brennan's uh, podcast. Kevin Brennan, um, I like Kevin a lot. Um, you know, he started doing my show way before he uh, hooked up with Anthony and joined Anthony's um, organization over there. And we did uh, lunch recently, and we had a really, really good time. It was really, really good catching up with uh, Kevin Brennan. But he's uh, he's a bit... I don't want to say scared, but he's a bit timid to to do my podcast, which I which I found to be unfortunate. And yes, I fucked with one of the episodes by calling it uh, "Lunch with Kevin Brennan." There you go, there you go. 
but I mean, if you if you've known me for uh, a while, you know I have no problem, you know, fucking around with stuff. But kind of disappointed. I'm still hoping that maybe I could get him on the podcast in the near future. When are you posting what? The Kevin Brennan one? I just ex- explained that. Cindy Reeves, one of my regulars. I never officially did the uh, the episode uh, with Kevin Brennan. It would have been a good one if I just recorded lunch, though. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Yeah, Kevin's Kevin does rule. He's very entertaining. Controversial, edgy, all that horseshit, but he's very entertaining. He, he does a good job. Someone on Twitter said, I can't believe Opie trolled me and I enjoyed it. Okay, good. Good. But then other people use that opportunity. You need to write that title and get down. <laughs> no, I've been doing that type of crap for my entire career, man. I will uh, reach out to him again, though, and try to get him on the podcast. I even said, I even said, Kevin, we don't even have to talk about Anthony and all that crap. You're just entertaining. Join my little group at Get Parts. Come on by and. Uh, you know, I don't think he drinks, right? Come on by and just uh, sit around and have some fun and we'll, we'll have some laughs. Me and Artie are very cool. I said that on the last uh, live stream. Um, I was trying to get Artie on my podcast before he was launching his to help him promote his. And, of course, it would help my uh, podcast. And then it turned out um, his people... Yeah, I don't think me and Artie were going back and forth. Me and his people were going back and forth. And then they said, hey, would you do a phone call with Artie? And at the time, I was just like, eh. I probably should have done it, though, to be honest with you. But I'm not really set up for uh, for phone calls. But I would like to get Artie on as well. I hear he's doing very, very well. I don't listen to many podcasts. I listen to weird ones. I don't listen to, uh, like, comedy podcasts and stuff in general. So... Is that true that Compound Media try to hire you? Yes, they try to hire me again. I'm just not in the right place to uh, to team up with Anthony again. Although I think they suggest... No, I know. They suggested two different shows, and then every once in a while me and Ant would do things. But unfortunately, there's just too much uh, bad blood there to get anything going. But yes, they did try again. I think that debunks the whole, you know, I was useless uh, bullshit that the haters go for, right? (laughs) You're out, Jack. Happy New Year, Jack. Happy New Year. Yeah, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm just having fun. Having fun. Thank God I don't, you know, necessarily need the money. Although I keep staring at that $4.99 and it's making me happy. (laughs) But thank God I don't need uh, the money so I can just do my own thing and have fun uh, have fun with it. So, uh, But there you have it. And the sun just went down, man. I want to wish everybody a very happy new year. Uh, thank you for all the support, especially um, this year. E-Rock's uh, reached out a few times. He's texted me a few times, but I don't really have a desire to talk to E-Rock either. When I got let go from SiriusXM, Jimmy basically threw a fuck Opie party, and I was very, very surprised that he went to that. Uh, I wish him the best. I'm not mad at him or anything, but that was a tough one for me to uh, to digest. So I'll say this. Some of the old guys that I worked with have some grievances. I get it. I understand that. I never wanted to be the boss. I was in a tough spot, and I probably could have done some things better. I understand to a point. I also did a lot of really, really good things for a lot of those people. But that's okay. What are you going to do? I don't know anything about compound media. I know you're trying to get me to say some crazy ass shit. I, I told you the truth. They try to hire me again and I just, uh, I don't see a path that would work. Two dollars! Yeah! How come your show never got syndicated in L.A.? That's a very good question, man, because you guys out there in L.A. had some really damn, really good radio shows. We tried over the years, but um, I think we were with CBS. That's what I should do is answer questions for money. Um, no. I guess back in the day when we were syndicated through CBS radio, they had some really, really good properties out there. They definitely wanted to get us on in L.A. I don't remember what stations they owned anymore. But uh, that's a great question. That was always a bummer that we couldn't uh, break into the L.A. market. We did really, really well, though, when we moved to satellite radio in L.A. Really well. A lot of people 
um, jumped on board and became fans out there. It was so cool over the years going out to L.A. and and uh, fans would show up wherever we were. Uh, it was really nice. But I don't have a great answer for that question, sir. I'm sorry, but it was something that always bummed me out about my career. Um, now it don't matter. Like every morning I listen to Brother Wee's on my couch, you know, because now through the Internet, the inner, inner tubes, everyone is pretty much syndicated. So, But back then when it really mattered and you were picking up stations and syndication, yeah, that was always a bummer to me that we uh, we didn't get to L.A. We got around L.A. We didn't even really get into San Francisco either. We were on a very, very tiny AM. Uh, although um, Guy Fieri, when I was out there in California in Santa Rosa for Carl, Guy t- t- spilled his guts to me and said, Dude, you and your show was an inspiration to me back in the day before I was famous. I, uh, I, I used to listen to your show and I'm like, holy shit, how cool is that? The guy Fietti was a was a fan way back in the day, and he's been nothing but cool um, to me over the years. Uh, Dave Portnoy, is that how you say his name? Is he the pizza guy? Is he the pizza guy? No, I know he's the pizza guy. I don't understand why those videos do so well. I know he's talented, and I know another two dollars. My God. I know Dave is uh, talented, and uh, that bar stool. You know, you should get all the credit in the world. But I, I don't, get, I don't get the pizza videos. <laughs> I don't get them. He walks out with a pie, and he talks about it for a little while, and then he, then he tries it, and then he ponders for a while, looks around, and then gives it a, gives it a, a, a rating. <laughs> I was close to. Uh, well, I don't know if I was close to Barstool, but we uh, we took some meetings with them when uh, when SiriusXM let me go. Dave walks funny. I'll I'll have to check that out. I want to see Dave walking funny. I have no I have no issues with uh, with Dave and Barstool. Uh, Barstool Sports is amazing what they've been able to accomplish. So, oh, you don't get the videos either, but he does great with the Barstool Radio. Yeah, man. I mean, look. I mean, he figured out a little bit that. People seem to like. I mean, every every time he posts one, it, it you know it's not too shabby how many how many uh, views they get. So that's where it's at, people. I became incredibly spiritual in the last year. I got a long ways to go, but when you start figuring out how to live in the moment, wow! So many of your issues go bye bye, bye bye. Just sitting here and taking it all in. And then you also understand, oh no, I'm going to get preachy. Uh, yeah, I don't think Epstein. I don't know about the Epstein thing. A lot of weird stuff, right? Do you think Epstein killed himself? I don't know, man. I'm not quick to say that he was murdered, but didn't uh, didn't that ghoul uh, Bowden, Bowden, how do you say his name again, Bowden? He basically says the injuries are consistent with somebody that uh, was murdered, right? That Epstein thing. But how weird is that? The guy dies and the story goes away just like that. Carl said it in one of the last episodes we did together. We were in the attic at La Cubana. And he was talking about powerful people and how scary they are. He basically is saying, look, there's powerful people out there that can make things just simply go away. Oh, God. That Epstein story is getting scarier. I've, I what am. was that headline when we were walking around? The the lead detective in the Jeffrey Epstein uh, case was found dead after a, in 2018. They whacked him already. Oh, that's, that's it just what, came up now. So imagine, look how fucked up the news is. Wait, wait, wait. No one even me, knew this. Walk me through this because you only showed me the headline on uh, right. on, on 14th Street here in New York so, City. So somebody just broke it. So someone just figured it out that the lead investigator for the Epstein case in West Palm Beach, at 50 years old, healthy. Quick, mysterious illness, dead. A year ago. A year ago. When, when, when the trail was getting hot. The trail was getting hot. Oh, man. Dude. Bro, what do you think? What do you think? What do you mean what I think? I think, I, I know the You think truth. he killed himself? Let me tell you something. First of all, he was a fraud. Okay. What, what do you mean? He was good at, he was a teacher at a school in New York City. You know that, right? He didn't go to college. He's a teacher at one of the most expensive schools, Del Barton, I think it's called. It's called something up here. And... No one could really figure out how he made his money. And all of a sudden, he had everything. Yeah, they still don't know how he really made his money. This guy was a CIA asset. He was everything. This was fucking real life. 
espionage bullshit fucking crazy. This is the top guys. Let me tell you something. They got, the minute he, they locked him up. Now you're going to tell me this guy with all these connections and all this is just going to fly into Teterboro and get locked up. This was a death sentence. Whoever, whoever controls this guy, and it's not one person. This is like the movies. He, they got him. The first, he, was, he was trying to tell everybody they were going to kill him from the first day he was in jail. He's like, yo, guys, they tried to choke me yesterday. They're like, no, nah, you fell. <laughs> He's like, no, seriously. Somebody came in here and tried to choke me. He's like, right. no, no, seriously, he'll be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was suspicious that out of nowhere he flies back from France and then it's over. Come on. And when, when everything was getting hot, you would think he would just stay out of America. He has a million places out of jurisdiction. He's on a... Listen. He's got his own island. If I'm on a 747 and I don't get locked up, I'm not getting locked up. I'm flying wherever. And nothing matches up. So they murder him. The best is they, they murder this fucking guy. And then they, they go and they're like, oh, now we're going to go raid the island. And they had, some dude had drone footage and he saw that people came and removed stuff before the FBI got Of there. course. Come on. This is ridiculous. Because when they said they were going to finally raid the island, I'm like, shouldn't you have done that? But imagine how lazy ago? the news is. Like They're like... Uh, Epstein killed himself yesterday. Really? So El Chapo's four doors down. He's good? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> He's 100% okay. Bro, it's, it's a creep. So you had no problem securing El Chapo, who literally dug a tunnel out of a fucking... Right. Somehow, when he has unlimited money also. Sure. He's good. But then three doors down, what about the camera? Broken. Where's the security guards? Well, one was a security guard. The other one was a Muppet. We actually tied a Muppet to a chair. And the one fell asleep? What, wasn't that every cop movie in the 80s? I mean, it's... Where the, where the fucking cop falls asleep? I mean, who's the lead investigator? Maxwell Smart? <laughs> this is such an old hokey bit. Like, if Tom Wolf were to write this, it wouldn't get published. Yeah. People wouldn't believe People it. would be like, ah, that's no. too far-fetched. Come on. The cops fell asleep and the camera's broken in the federal prison... Come on, bro. Federal prison has unlimited money. Now, all of a sudden, like, the prison system has a budget problem. Right. No, it doesn't. It has a murder problem. Right. The, the, it was very important to keep this guy alive. It, you think? And, and, and he was a smart dude. He, he spent 12 hours with his lawyers so he didn't have to be in his cell. How brilliant is that? Oh, yeah. He paid guys to just sit there for 12 hours so he didn't have to fucking be in that cell. No, I think he paid because he, he knew they were going to kill him. So he was trying to stay out, he was trying to stay out of, the, of the common area so they didn't kill him. Oh, read between the lines. Oh, I like that. He tried to. He, he had a rotation of people coming in there because as long as there's someone in there, they can't kill him. Right, right. There's a lot of witnesses and whatnot. Yeah, that Epstein thing is like it doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like it, it makes all the sense in the world that they got him, and whoever has him is so fucking powerful. And that's the thing with this country is it's just a, the laws are only for the poor people, man. We're the only ones dealing with this shit. They, I couldn't agree they, more. In those circles, I mean, Epstein's literally been raping girls for fucking 30 years. His brother had a dormitory in the Upper East Side where he would house people. And this was all in plain sight. That's unbelievable. He would sit on a throne with girls massaging him and shit in his, as he was taking business meetings with the biggest guys on the planet. Over and over again. You know, the, you think the real story will ever he donated, come out? He donated millions to Harvard just to hang out with all the physicists and stuff. And they, there was one physicist, this guy's a fraud. He was screaming. He wrote it in a memoir. This guy's a fraud. And everyone's like, will the real story ever come out? Probably not, right? The real story, there is no real story. We're, we're too stupid to understand the real story. And if we understood the real story, there'd be a fucking civil war. Because we'd realize that after you make a certain amount of money or a certain amount of power, you live in a different America. Yeah. It's a completely different America. I agree with you. You know? If there's someone that doesn't want you here, you get erased. Right. Like that. You saw, you saw this guy get erased on national TV. Right in front of everybody. Right in front of everybody. And everyone's screaming like, this is suspicious. You and think everyone, so? And everyone else What's like, the matter, Karen? Are you going to go see the manager? <laughs> right. Like, you're dead. Hey, hey, this is suspicious. And everyone else is like, ah. Well, think about how little recourse you have. Right. How many? We went from. And did you also notice that the mainstream media? It's gone. They, it's like it never happened. So why do they shut up? What do you mean? Who controls that? Because you don't understand. Like no, I know. But the message. The message. Cause like the, they had all the passion in the world. Like this is suspicious. This is okay, something that's not right here. Next you know, thing you know, they're like. It's very simple because yeah. what happens is 
when you do it, when you when when the organized crime or when whenever like a gang or something they do a high profile murder like that, it's for simple fact it sends a message to everybody. We can touch you. Yeah. Listen, we can touch you. So, Miss Twenty Five Year Old just moved into the city. Yeah. You know, little young Sarah Jessica Parker wants right. to be on the beat. Right. right. And write down your little yeah. vlogs. If we got Epstein, <laughs> right? Yeah. What will we do to you? Right. We'll, you'll get hit by a car nine times before you're in, like. <laughs> oh, it was an accident. Yeah, like the car, you just see like, the taxi right. just running her over, up and down, up but and down. But it's obvious she was run over nine times. Now, yeah. oh, you know what? Conspiracy that. theory. Right. Right. Stupid. Right. Don't you guys want to fucking go to Area 51? Let's show you some shit, you dummies. But don't you at least want to check out the tire tracks? Ah, no. You know? And then, and then, you know, at the same time, it's just like, it's so funny. They're like, you know. What do you think about Area 51? Who cares? <laughs> like, do you think we have aliens? No. I think aliens, it's like, you know, they said the best thing the devil ever did was make people think it doesn't exist. Area 51 probably has just crazy weapons and shit that just, right. we don't want people to know. We don't, yeah, they, they don't want the people to know how fucking, how, how, how ugly we are. How ugly we are as a country. And, and, how, much, and how much resources we have not to spy on other people, but on each other, on ourselves. I believe, just from what I see every day, that this government, its biggest fear is its own fucking people. You know, there's a lot of us. Yeah. And every day, like, I watch the protests in Hong Kong, and you see, like, they're throwing dye on the people so they can catch them later. Did you see that? Yeah. The helicopter threw, like, this dye so they could just, like, UV them and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where do you think all that shit comes from? From us. We invented all Yes. 100%. And all the protesters looking up probably going... Oh, it's raining. Yeah, like, how the fuck did this oh, happen? Look, there's a little rain. Yeah, a little rain. Next thing you know, you're purple, and they put you in jail. And you got fluorescent spots all over yeah, you. Don't you don't even fucking, know it. You're going to jail, Barney. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, so, I think Area 51, if anything, it's just massive. Ugliness. Ugliness. I, I agree with you there. And crowd control and ways to kill a lot of people at once. Right. You know, poisons and, and things to control fucking mind control and all that shit, because it's all real. It's all real. And, and you see it with this Epstein guy. Like, you can't murder someone in real life right in front of me and think that I'm like, okay. Yeah. This is a one-off, guys. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This happens every day. Wow, man. That's heavy. Heavy every, shit. Every day. As, as we're in the attic at La Cabana. Right. If they want you dead, they want you dead. This Epstein thing was just like... And it's funny because, like, you could tell the different walks of life. You know, all my, you know, minority friends and stuff that come from other countries. And we, we're like, wow, they murdered him pretty good. Right. You know, and then I'm sitting on the Upper East Side. So I was like, can you believe he hung himself? I'm like, Jesus. This country. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. The camera went out. You know, or they say, or my favorite, when you just don't want to think at all. And, and well, I'm just happy he's dead. Right. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I think you kind of want him alive. <laughs> yeah, you kind of want him alive. I think a lot goes away because he's dead. That yeah. right? It's it, a lot goes away. No more I, civil. I, I no can't more believe federal. one of the guards was tired. <laughs> and one wasn't even a guard, right? Like it just, it, it's just a joke, you know. That's why I just, I don't, I don't really have faith in our, uh, our politicians. That's how this all started. But uh, you know, that Epstein thing is a template for murders to come. Now that they know it works, that that the the people are so asleep. There can be people get whacked in jail all over the fucking place. Jesus, crazy. Look how they got Whitey. Right. Whitey Bulger. Yeah, that was a long vendetta. Right. And there's a little crooked arm of street law just went and got him. Right. It was time. It was time. I mean, you know, that, that, that Epstein thing, it's like a ghost is coming for you. There's, there's no wall that's going to stop these fucking people. They're fucking... That's just scary to think. Yeah. Oh, uh, this attic needs a lot of work. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> a mess. You just wrote Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden. So I think he ruined his uh, campaign yesterday. He basically said that he would consider having a Republican vice president. I think that's the dumbest thing to say. But I, but I think in theory uh, and how how I land politically, don't take your money back. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. How, how I uh, land politically, I think having 
a split ticket, like having a Democrat and a Republican, I think would be really, really good for our country. And I know here come the boos because we're all on a team and we want our team to win at all costs. But um, but what makes it so stupid, and I think it, it ruined his campaign, is the fact that he's he's an older guy. He's definitely a bit senile at times. Um, I think he gets tired very quickly and starts... Um, doubting himself and and mumbling and uh he doesn't know where he is sometimes so people have that in the back of uh, their heads and and he could yell ageism all he wants i i personally think he's too old uh too old to be president so you got an older guy that at times you know says a lot of the the wrong things. sometimes he he says it's good to be in new hampshire when he's in iowa and all that crap okay man i'm uh, over explaining this but basically so if you're a Democrat and you want to vote in Biden, but he's telling you he's going to have a Republican vice president, and let's say he ends up having a Republican vice president, that's going to make you very nervous. Because if the guy drops dead or anything happens to Joe Biden, you're handing the presidency to the Republicans. So I don't think that was too smart on his, uh, 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 on, on his uh, is Trump winning again or impeachment? Yeah, I think, uh, I think Trump's winning again. I think Trump's winning again. I think his base doesn't give a fuck about it, the impeachment thing. I don't know. I, I just feel like the Democrats, uh, they had four years to figure out a really good, solid candidate, and I don't think they have it. Although um, there's, there's a bit of a buzz and an upswing for Bernie Sanders. So, But he's too old, and he has a heart attack, too. I should end with the dramatic fade. So... Powerful people are like real-life horror movies. No shit. Uh, Thank you. I hope you have a happy new year and a productive and successful 2020. What drives you professionally these days since money isn't an issue? Um, I just love doing this. I love being creative. Um, Just never lost my love uh, for radio, although I think there was a few years there that it was close. It was close to me uh, losing the love for this. Um, but I'm in a, in, I'm in a good place and, uh, I just, I just love doing this. It doesn't hurt that I'm an older father. So, you know, like other people my age, their kids would have been out of the house already and stuff. So that helps too. Cause you know, anyone out there that has kids, it's a lot of work. Unless you give them an iPad. <laughs> you know, the old babysitter. Oh, look. The babysitter showed up, and then you just hand out the iPads for the next three or four hours. <laughs> but honestly, though, lately I'm getting uh, re-motivated, and I want to see uh, what I could do with this podcast. I'm going to start doing a lot more episodes from Gephardt's, and I want to see uh, I want to see if I can make another run at this whole thing. But we'll see. If not, that's okay. All right, guys, it's pretty dark out camera's not showing how dark it is but it's pretty dark out maybe a new co-host emily says nah uh i mean i got i got a stable of guys i love being with but nah man i gotta do it on my own now that carl thing was a huge hit huge i i can't even uh do opie do radio gunk i know we go back and forth but i'll be honest with the radio gunk thing i'll be honest with you Although the last YouTube live I did, I I, uh, I had some fun with Howard Stern and, and told a great, um, I think it's a great story of uh, about the time me and Anthony got kicked out of uh, one of his press conferences. But I would love to do radio gunk, but I'm trying not to just, I know it would be a lot of Howard talk. And uh, I don't know, but maybe I should just do it. Oh, look at this. How cool is that? That's my next purchase. A car for the beach. Yeah, Carl was awesome. He will be uh, horribly missed. It's not a day that uh, goes by, I don't think, of him. Um, we uh, we were on to something big time. Uh, but more importantly, I, I had a really good friend. Really good friend. And, uh, you know... It's still tough. It's still really, really tough. The one thing that really bothers me, like I had my run. I, I had a really good career. I continue to have a career, but I'm talking about like being being on top of the mountain 
And Carl, I think that's what bothers me the most about Carl. Yeah, Carl was naturally funny, infectious. Yes, yes. He was, I, I would put him up right up there as far as uh, being naturally funny than pretty much anyone else I, I know or have met in my life. It doesn't mean he could have been a great stand-up or any of that, although I really believe he could have if he focused on it. But when it comes to just hanging out in a room, he was right up up there with the best. And I was lucky to be in the room with the best. Um, but what bothers me about uh, Carl dying so young, 44 years old, um, he was on his way to the top of the mountain. He was ready to fucking explode. Uh, uh, I was trying to read a comment, but they're going by fast. I guess I'll read them later. But uh, that that's what bothers me because, you know, he had so much more to give. And I know he wanted it bad. Um, and it was happening. I mean, Guy Fieri loved him on Grocery Games. And I know the Food Network loved him. Uh, our podcast was starting to really start taking off. And it was just a matter of time before Carl became something really, really special and huge. And I think that's what bothers me the most. You know, I miss the friendship, obviously. I miss the chemistry. I miss just going down to La Cubana and sitting in a booth and just turning this damn thing on. And uh, he'd go, what are we going to talk about? Or I would say, what are we going to talk about? And both of us would just start laughing because we didn't didn't, and we didn't prepare. And I don't think we wanted to prepare anything. Maybe little things I would write down, you know, just in case we got stuck a little bit. And it was just so much fucking fun, man. God, it was so much fun. Uh, Anyway. All right, guys. I think we did it, right? I want to start doing more of these YouTube lives. They're fun. Everyone loved them except Marie. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll keep my mouth uh, shut. Happy New Year. Thank you, John, Fritch. Right back at you and your family, okay? Uh, Carl's food reviews are still on YouTube. Yeah, maybe I should do like a... Like put a best of his food reviews together and... Um, and, uh, you know, throw it up on my channel or something. I don't know. How do you deal with losing so many loved ones and or friends? I mean, don't we all deal with that? Especially when you start getting older? Uh, it's scary. It's scary how many... Uh, I think about all the people that did the radio show over the years that just aren't with us anymore. It's kind of scary. But, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not alone in that. We all deal with it. But, it. but every once in a while you get one that really fucking hurts. All right, guys, um, just want to say this, man. Thank you so much for the support. I really, really appreciate that a lot. Um, you know, I'm moving on, have been moving on for a while, and uh, it seems like a, a whole bunch of you support that, and it means a lot. And we have a really, really good group of people. It's small. It's a, it's a bit on the small side, but nevertheless, it's a, it's a really good group of people. Um, you know, the Facebook group uh, is great. In the description of the uh, podcast episodes, there's a link to join our Facebook group. But the Pod Squad is awesome, man. Awesome, awesome people. And I, I'm really, really in, enjoying um, doing this and have been for a while now. So I just want to wish you and your family a very happy new year. All right? How do I turn this off? <laughs> hey, what's up, buddies? It's Creamy Butters. I'm hiding at the bathroom at work, uh, doing a little recording. Figure I'll bring you into my workplace, but I got to do it from the bathroom. Very, very quiet. There's a uh, Vietnamese guy sitting next to me eating a sandwich. Don't worry. Uh, there, we're in stalls, individual stalls. But you know, he he usually I know that he's eating a sandwich because he he offered it to me. He reached it below. Uh, let's check in with uh, one of my buddies from the Opie Radio Podcast Facebook page, Cody's own Cody. Take it away. Bum, 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 bum. Hey, Opie, this is C-Zone coming at you from just south of Rochester, New York, the home of Brother Weeze, where you got your start. And while I only live about 15 minutes from where you went to college at Gen Co, not much has changed in that little town. It's still full of uh, kids, drunks, Opie. All I want to say is, man, keep going. Keep your head up. Stay positive. The podcast is now better than ever. I know it was really hard when the chef took a pass because you know what? He was one of the main staples of the podcast and the memories that we all have of him 
are going to be there forever. And hopefully you keep bringing him back up on the podcast so nobody ever forgets him. Not that anybody would ever forget him. All I want to say, I'm proud of you, man. This is the renaissance of your career. You've gone from working at the home of rock and roll in upstate New York to working with that guy called Anthony, which you had a, well, let's face it, a pretty good run until the end, and then it turned into a complete dumpster fire. But you want to know what? To me, the podcast, this is the highlight of your career, man. The highlight of your career. So keep it up. Keep going. Keep the course and keep your chin up. And remember, everybody, just like Brother Wee's always told everybody, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Cody, that was very kind. Hold on a second. Uh, a guy named Harry just took a nasty dump next to me. It stinks in here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to dive into some mystery now. Uh, nice little story. See if you can figure out what this is about. This is my main man, Damon, coming at you with a cool story from the beach. To set the scene for you, the beach this time of year is very dark. Most people keep their lights off uh, because we just got done with sea turtle nesting season. There happened to be a low fog all over the beach that night. I'm standing there with my wife next to me, glass of whiskey in one hand and my phone watching the countdown timer in the other. As the clock hits zero, I put my phone down and start watching the horizon. About 10 seconds later, a small orange orb comes up over the fog and slowly grows larger and larger. As it starts turning east and continues to rise, you can start to see the tail of this thing extending. From my distance, it was about two inches long, but I'm, I'm sure it was much longer than that. And it climbs and climbs and keeps heading east. Looks like it's going on a European vacation, honestly. And then you see the boosters separate, which they've created an even brighter glow for a minute. And then just as it starts to disappear into the distance, we see a really bright flash just above the horizon as the booster rockets fired their thrusters to try to land on the ship. Turns out they missed it that night, but it was still really cool to be able to watch the uh, that whole series from the Falcon 9 taken off. And what better way is there to enter the future than in a fucking rocket ship? Uh, 2019, you were a real cocksucker and you can go fuck yourself. 2020, you're nothing but promise and fucking awesomeness. Keep living in the moment, people. Happy fucking New Year. Thank you, Opie. Peace. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>